Welcome to season five of Law Profs Are People Too, a podcast about the lives of law professors. I'm your host, Renee Nicole Allen. I'm a faculty member at St. John's School of Law in Queens. The concept of this podcast is simple, four lifestyle questions, and a one-gotta-go question of the law school flavor. And we're back with a new season and new questions just in time for the new academic year. My guest is Ben Edwards. Ben Edwards joined the faculty of the William S. Boyd School of Law in 2017. He researches and writes about business and securities law, corporate governance, arbitration, and consumer protection. Prior to teaching, Professor Edwards was a securities litigator at a New York City law firm where he represented clients in complex civil litigation, including litigation arising out of the 2008 financial crisis. Hey, Ben, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, So I feel like I know you well, although I really only know you from Twitter (laughs) uh, for the most part. And so I'm looking forward uh, to this conversation and getting to know you a bit better. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. Um, So best trip you've ever taken. Oh, boy. Well, so let me let me set the stage for this a little bit and give you some context. Um, you know, at the time, uh, I was an associate uh, at, at Skadden in New York, and uh, I, I didn't have very much time off. And when I would get time off, um, oftentimes I get a phone call or other things, and I'd have to go back to work because of some, you know, breaking emergency or, or whatever. Um, so uh, it was it was right after the time of the Egyptian uh, revolution. So so right after it, I mean, a few months later, um, I had a friend uh, who had a friend who was teaching at uh, one of the expat schools outside of Cairo, uh, and so we went and did uh, you know, like a two and a half week vacation in Egypt. And wow. at the time, there were rolling internet blackouts and other things, uh, you know, in Egypt. And uh, it was really great to be able to totally disconnect. And if people wanted to get a hold of me, uh, unfortunately, internet service <laughs> was very <laughs> spotty during that time. <laughs> we just weren't available uh, because of where we were. Uh, and so, so the other things that were really neat about it was, you know, like the you know, really nice four or five star hotels were going for about 80 bucks a night. Uh, it was you know, just because the, the so much of um, you know, the the national economy was was tourism, and that had really slowed down, uh, you know, because of it. Um, so, so I'd say one of the, one of the features of it was you know, we we did spend a week uh, roughly around Cairo at the you know my friend's place, and uh, there were there was some instability in the region at the time. Uh, but the way I, the way I thought of it, and maybe justified it to myself uh, a little bit, was it's sort of like uh, people being afraid. Uh, to visit the state of New York uh, because of Occupy Wall Street, uh, you know there was there was certainly uh, a little uh, uh, you, know, you know protest activity and other things still going on uh, in downtown Central uh, you know Cairo, uh, but this was the equivalent of us being uh, out in Westchester if uh, you know if somebody was in um, you know com- compared to you know downtown Manhattan. Uh, so we did that for a little bit and then we jumped over to Luxor, which is on the entire other side of the country. Uh, and really beautiful, uh, you know, saw the Temple of Luxor, uh, Karnak, uh, you know, lots and lots of, of really great sites. And it, it gave me, um, you know, later, later in my life, I went to, went to Paris uh, and uh, London and the, you know, the British Museum and these other places. 
And uh, so having gone to Luxor first and, and heard the Egyptians talk about the way um, you know, their cultural artifacts and other things were extracted, uh, you know, from the country over time and how they've been unsuccessful at, at getting them back. Um, and then later going to, um, you know, the Louvre, uh, you know, Paris and, and the British Museum uh, and and hearing uh, the the Egyptian artifacts there being described as gifts <laughs> from Egypt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, sort of sort of gave me a very different perspective. Uh, and and having having gone to Egypt first, also uh, made me look at the the Grecian marbles and other things I saw, uh, you know, while there a little a little differently. Uh, but it was it was a really a fantastic trip. Uh, and uh, I would I wouldn't recommend going to a place that is actively unstable. But um, I wouldn't be afraid to visit. Um, you know, after you know, on the earlier curve of people returning. Uh, so I think that that's yeah. really wonderful. Yeah, that, that, that actually, um, so I'm actually going to Egypt this fall. Oh, um, and visiting Cairo and uh, so I'm excited about it. Uh, my, all of my friends are turning 40 and these 40th birthday trips are just getting more and more extravagant. And oh, yeah. so one yeah. of the 40th birthday trips yeah. is e a week long trip to Egypt. And yeah. uh, so I'm I, looking forward to it and haven't been. I, uh, I, I turned 40 during the, during the lockdown, uh, time and, um, I'm, 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 I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> so, so one, one, of, one of the things that's sort of like very cool, uh, it, it's sort of like, it makes me be angry every time people say stuff like, uh, oh, the pyramids were built by aliens or whatever. Uh, and to me, it's just actually just like really racist. Uh, because if you go to Egypt and you look at the pyramids, uh, which, which you're going to see, um, the initial periods they, they built, uh, had a lot of mistakes uh, and would break down, and you could you can you can sort of trace how they got better and better at building pyramids over time as they built more of them. Uh, and the idea that these were built by aliens and not humans uh, is just crazy because surely aliens, if they could you know transit the stars, would know how to build a pyramid. Uh, where you know humans, when we're building pyramids for the first time, uh, we we work it out uh, you know gradually uh, pyramid by pyramid, and so the. The, the, the really big ones and the final ones are just astonishing, but it's, it's much easier to understand how they did it all when you see uh, some of the first ones. That's super exciting. I'm, I'm excited about it. Okay, yeah. next question. Um, what holiday has the best food? At this, at this point around our house, it's probably Thanksgiving uh, because, because I'm doing the cooking. Uh, and, you know, I, I've gotten really into, uh, you, know, you know, smoking uh, your turkeys and brisket and other things. And so, uh, your Thanksgiving ends up being, um, you know, a, a two to three day, you know, affair preparing for it, putting on a big meal. Uh, we have, you know, some family fly in, uh, and it's, it's usually a good time. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't, you're, so you're the first, uh, episode of season five and I don't, usually reveal my own answers this early, but Thanksgiving is, is my holiday. It is that I love the, you know, two to three day prep in advance. And, um, you know, it has, you know, for me, some of the best food, uh, that oh, yeah. I eat all year long. We, we, we are a dry brine house. Uh, so, uh, in advance, we'll be buying extra large bags to, you know, put the turkeys in and, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, so tell me the last book you read. So the, the last book I'm willing to admit, uh, <laughs> is Moby Dick. Uh, and I was way, way behind, uh, the curve on it. Uh, and it is, 
it is a very strange, strange uh, book. Um, it's it's really enjoyable at, at times, um, but the it doesn't work like a normal book where you you sort of you read your way through it and uh, the story just sort of flows along. Um, you have the story, and then you have these random digressions uh, about whaling uh, or the reason why the color white is so magical. Uh, <laughs> it's just very strange, uh, but it is it is on the whole. I think I think uh, I, I found it to be a, like a, a much funnier book uh, than than I would have expected. Um, one of the things that surprised me about it is that it it starts off with a gay marriage, uh, and that was not something uh, I was anticipating. Yeah, so I it's funny. I'm I know that I read Moby Dick at some point in my K through twelve education. I remember nothing about the, the book. So like everything you just said sounds brand new <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um. And you know, I was an English lit major in college. I loved reading books. They came from my love of reading books and having uh you know really great discussions about them in school. Um. But I don't remember anything from from that book. So. Yeah, maybe no, a reread is in order. It's it's um, there 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 are parts of it that um, don't necessarily hold up too well in today's context, uh, <laughs> but you know for, for you know much of it, I think it was a uh, was a very you know, forward looking book for its time. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's um, it's also I, I found it was found it really enjoyable. So I'm, I'm, I want to hear about the one that you wouldn't tell me that you read, but I'll, I'll leave that one. <laughs> I'll leave that one for when we're not recording. We'll do the next question. Um, yeah. First album you owned? Uh, probably uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Uh, that came out uh, while I was in high school. And I remember it as the, uh, the very first concert I went to. Um, mm. and as I'm saying this, um, I'm realizing that I did have a CD before that, uh, this is back in the era of compact discs <laughs> yes. and I'm embarrassed to admit, uh, that it was, um, a DC talk CD, uh, which was a, uh, sort of like, a a Christian rap group. Uh, ah. so this is, I, I grew up very, very Southern Baptist and uh um, you know this was sort of uh the, the the world i lived in um so i was sort of family where i went to church i think maybe uh if you, if you count like hour-long blocks like a dozen to 14 times a week uh so it was it's a lot of church growing up yeah i can relate my grandfather as uh, a southern baptist minister and so we were at church every time the doors were open and that was a lot uh, <laughs> growing up oh, and there was also no secular music uh in yeah. in the house and so yeah. uh, <laughs> my, uh I, th I think my mother wanted me to be uh, a baptist minister uh <laughs> and uh, i have i've strayed <laughs> very far from <laughs> what she would have wanted <laughs> Okay, so let's wrap up with the one gotta go question. Um, for season five, we're doing law school events. Um, and so we've got barrister's ball, employee holiday parties, faculty meetings, or commencement. One gotta go, which one? Oh boy. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, employee holiday parties, gotta go. Uh, you know, there's, 
the, I, I really don't need to see everybody drink too much and, and behave badly. Uh, so <laughs> I think Is that what happens at these employee holiday parties? Uh, oh, I mean, if, if it's so really there's, there's really two, two answers here, either like, either that's what happens because it's a good party uh, or that's not what happens <laughs> because it's sort of a compelled get together where you stand around, uh, you know, and you know, drink, uh, drink water and uh, nibble at uh <laughs> dry food from the employee or the uh, university catering services uh, <laughs> and, and no one has any fun. So either way, I think we should just cancel it. Um, yeah. So if you want to have a, a bacchanal, do that outside the office. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been cool. Uh, thanks so much uh, for kicking off season five. Um, it's been great to have you. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me.